This is Brain Diet, episode number 146, how to respond to, but you don't look sick. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Our topic today is other people's comments. It's when people comment on our bodies, our weight, our health, and the one in particular that I chose to title this episode, but you don't look sick. This is a common one that people with invisible illnesses often hear, whether it's autoimmune conditions or mental health illnesses. This might be something that either you have heard before or perhaps someone you know has been told this, but you don't look sick. So what do we do in those situations? How do we deal with comments like this one or others when people are drawing attention to our bodies, our weight, our health conditions? So much of how we feel about ourselves and about our bodies is tied to others. Many of us develop an awareness of ourselves as the way that people see us. When we are getting ready or when we are doing something physical, we are doing it as we consider how other people are viewing us. Oftentimes we are thinking, what might they be thinking? Are they going to approve of me? And other times we aren't as consciously aware of what other people might be perceiving of us. But I think many of us have been conditioned on some level to be considering other people's opinions of us. And we intertwine that a lot, a great deal with how we think about ourselves. And so that's why I wanted to do this episode is to help create some separation between other people's comments and what you believe and what you want to work to believe. People's comments don't influence us emotionally. We do that with how we think about people's comments. What people say is just words. We're the ones that deem it good or bad or offensive with what we make those words mean, with how we think about what people say to us. Now, don't mistake me here. I am not saying that we need to be positive about every comment or that we need to allow people just to say whatever they're going to say to us. We just need to own our emotional experience in order to not give our power away. Because the second you can see that someone makes a comment and you have a feeling in response to it because of what you're making it mean, even if it's a negative feeling, even if it's uncomfortable, you're the one that created it. And thus you are safe. Thus you are in charge. Thus you are not a victim to what people say or what people don't say. And when we can take power in that way, it is an act of self-love. And this is where other people's comments, oftentimes we don't have to stand for them or just roll over and take them because someone that truly loves and cares about themselves, even if they're the ones creating the emotional response, wouldn't tolerate someone saying unkind things. 
or someone saying something that maybe just isn't really in alignment with what you believe or with your values. And oftentimes what happens is we have a charged response to a comment that someone might make simply because part of us believes it. If someone said something to us that we didn't believe at all, we wouldn't necessarily have such a charged emotional response. For example, I modeled for years and I would get the comment often. It was really interesting because I would go to these castings and go to these auditions and people would, you know, literally spend the entire audition commenting on my appearance. Now, thus, that was the nature of the job is do you look the part? Do you fit the part physically? Uh, It had nothing to do with like my internal beauty (laughs) and everything to do with what do you look like on the outside and do you fit what we need? And so oftentimes these auditions, these castings would just be full of people making comments about my body. And sometimes it was really objective and constructive just observations. And other times maybe it was a little bit subjective and a little bit harmful. And again, only because of what what I made it mean. But one of the things that I would get told all the time is, man, you're just, you're a little bit short. And I'm 5'8". And so my whole life, generally speaking, I would say I've been taller than at least all of my girlfriends growing up in elementary I remember like standing straddling my legs so that I was at eye level with all my friends at recess and so when I got into modeling and these casting agents would say this I would be like you're up in the night like you're ridiculous I'm not short (laughs) now I realized that relative to many other models I probably was short because a lot of women in the modeling industry are, you know, 5'11", 6 foot, and that's just not me. I am 5'8". But because I don't necessarily believe the idea that you're so short, when people would tell me this, I would just be like, oh, well, I'm just short relative to what you want. <laughs> not necessarily actually short. And again, it's a subjective term, but that was just me not taking something to heart. I wasn't hurt when someone would say that because it's like, I actually love my height. I love how tall I am. I love, you know, the, my height relative to like my husband's height. I just feel like it's a sweet spot and I love, I love my height. And because I have such a loving relationship with it, when people make comments on it, it's whether I'm tall or short, I've gotten both. It's kind of just like, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's on you. You can believe whatever you want to about me. But for me, I don't care what you think because I know what I think. People's comments about you and about your physical appearance or about your health have everything to do with how they see the world. If someone was adamant that I had red hair, I would be able to say, maybe they really believe that, but that has nothing to do with me and everything to do with their brain and how they are looking at the world. And then I can just move on. And so when you can recognize that when comments are painful or triggering, It isn't because of what they say, it's because of what you make it mean. Now, there are times where you might want to be hurt by something. There are times where comments um, you might want to have a negative response to, but that's okay. I'm not saying we need to be positive about what people say to us. We just need to own that experience for your own sake, to give yourself your power, to not feel like you are a victim to what people might say or not say. So when people make comments on your appearance in any way, it has everything to do with them and their preferences and how they see the world. And so you can either take it on and use it in some way, or you can just dismiss what they say. I recently just got a comment on Instagram 
um, this person was like, girl, you're, you got to tame down those eyebrows because you are looking like a cave woman. <laughs> and I have to admit, I laughed out loud. I have thick eyebrows and I love them. I love having like thick, you know, bushy brows. I feel like it's kind of on trend right now, but I just always have had them and I've always liked them. I like the way that it shapes my face. I like the look. And so when this person on Instagram said this, commented in one of my videos, I was like, I mean, I can see where she's coming from. Maybe cavewoman eyebrows really did look like this. I don't know. But if that's what they looked like, then I'm here for it. I want to have the cavewoman brows because they're awesome. (laughs) But to me, it's just words. It's just words on a screen. And those words aren't painful until I look at that and think something's wrong with me. Something is wrong with my brows. I'm not as acceptable with these eyebrows, right? The second I start thinking in that type of line of dialogue, it gets really painful and it gets uncomfortable and I start to get self-conscious. But once I can just look at how people view me and recognize that it's just a reflection of them and has nothing to do with me, then I can either take it and consider it or I can just dismiss it and say, that's on you. And maybe there are times where someone might comment on my appearance and I feel a little bit hurt or a little bit insecure, but I can just own that for a minute. I can say, oh, you know what? I'm feeling insecure. I'm feeling a little bit hurt because of a sentence in my mind. This person can't hurt me. This person can comment on my appearance and it doesn't have to be a painful thing to me. It's me that's creating it. And so thus, I don't have to worry about what they're saying or not saying. I can just allow it. Now, this cavewoman comment didn't have the hurt response. That was a laughable one. I thought that was hilarious. But other times it's happened where people have commented and I've been like, ooh, that stings a little. But luckily it's me that's creating that sting. So I can just hold space for it, allow it to sting for a minute and then just let it go. So let's talk a little bit about weight comments. When people comment on your weight, whether it's, oh, you've lost lost so much weight, you look great. Or, oh, you've put on a little bit. Or I know especially it's something in the like pregnant community where people tend to make comments about how you look physically, how you're carrying, all the types of things. And I've seen over the years kind of the anti-diet culture, anti-disordered eating, uh, which I'm a huge part of both of those things uh, to be sure. But they will say, you know, don't allow people to comment on your weight. And If we could do that, I would be 100% on board. But the bottom line is that we can request people don't make comments on our weight or don't reference weight in any manner, but we can't enforce it. Even people that might want to respect a request like that might forget or might slip up or might do something unintentionally that we could make mean something painful. And so we can make those requests, of course. And if that's something that you feel like is important to you, then Make those requests that people maybe don't comment on physical appearance or on weight gain or loss, whatever it might be. But if we can't enforce it, what do we do? We can only enforce what we do in response. And maybe in response is setting a boundary to say, hey, if you make another comment on weight again, I'm probably going to leave the room. Because then you can say, hey, I don't like this when you do this, but I recognize that I don't have control over you. So if you do this, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do in response to this to take care of myself and to really have my own back in this situation. So if someone does make a comment about your weight and even if you set a boundary and you can't, you can't escape it, there might still be people saying things because life and people say things. Just make sure to check in with yourself and do the work after. 
And what I mean by this is to look at what the person said and recognize what you made it mean. Someone commented on your weight. What did you make it mean? What was the thought that you had about it? And how did that thought make you feel when you thought it? Think about it this way. You have a body made up of parts. You have a femur bone. You have quadricep muscles. You have nerves. You have blood vessels. You have organs. You have tissue. And those are just parts. And everyone in the world, including you, is going to have an opinion about those parts right? Whether it's an opinion in passing, whether it's something that you think about all the time, people have thoughts about those body parts. And so recognize that when people make comments on them, your body is just a body made up of parts and what they comment on and their perception of it is on them. Because the way that they think about your body is going to be different from the way that you think about your body. But regardless, everyone is having thoughts about neutral, boring, physiological pieces of a human being. Physiological pieces, anatomical pieces of a body are not good or bad or fat or skinny. They're just pieces of a body. They're just body parts. So recognize first what you make it mean when someone comments and then get into this neutral space to say, hey, these are just neutral pieces. These pieces aren't good or bad or fat or skinny or strong or weak. They're just pieces. And what they make it mean and what I make it mean are just two different opinions about something that is neutral. And as you can neutralize your body, check in again. What are you making it mean when someone makes a comment like this? And recognize how that makes you feel when you think that way. And give yourself space to feel the feeling. Kind of like I mentioned earlier, sometimes there's a sting when people make comments and it's because of what we're thinking, but we have to just give space to that sting and just allow it to be in our body. Maybe it's hurt, maybe it's discomfort, maybe it's insecurity. All of those emotions are going to come from the way that you're thinking. And so give space to that emotion. It's okay that you're feeling that way. Give space to that feeling and don't try to run away from it and try to be positive and be like, oh no, my body's amazing. Let yourself feel what you're feeling first and then decide What do you want to believe? When someone makes a comment and you might have a sting because of the way you're thinking about that comment, give it the space and then decide. What do I want to believe about my body here? What do I want to believe about their comment here? I've done this work for years because I have people in my life and family members especially that fall into this category that whether it's generational or just personality that will make comments about weight. And there was a season of my life where it was extremely bothersome and it would send me into spirals and be very damaging. But it's because I didn't know these things. I didn't know that people can't hurt me with their words. I didn't know that I was the one that created how I feel about other people's comments, that I was the one that could have my own back and decide, do I need to set a boundary and leave the room? Or can I sit here, feel my feeling, give it the space to process and then decide what do I want to believe? And in the beginning of doing all of this work, what I wanted to believe was very tender and not well established. I still wanted to believe what the other person said much, much more than I wanted to believe this conscious, deliberate, strategic thought instead. And so it took a great deal of practice. It took slowing down this process every time someone would make a comment and allowing myself to feel what I was feeling and just practice believing, you know, maybe 
what they said isn't true. Maybe what they say doesn't matter. Maybe I love my body. Maybe it's possible that my body is amazing and I can just choose to believe that because I want to. And so now I've done it enough times to where most situations that happen similar to this, I'm rock solid in what I want to believe. And maybe I'll have that initial sting, but I'm able to revisit what I've chosen to believe about myself and let that be my guiding force. So you just have to be the one in charge of your mind because we can't control what other people are going to say. And we can enforce what we do in response. Sometimes it might be leaving. Other times it might be staying and just working through it mentally, but you want to work through it mentally regardless. So let's talk about the invisible illnesses, the autoimmune conditions or mental illnesses where the comment of the title of today's episode kind of comes in like, oh, but you don't look sick. What other people say about your health, whether it's mental health or physical health, never has to take away from what you're experiencing ever. So much of the turmoil that comes as a result of mental illness or autoimmune conditions is unseen and is not something you necessarily see when you just look at a person. People tend to make comments. Sometimes it's insensitivity. Other times it's just ignorance. And it can be easy to have that sting, to have a thought about it that feels invalidating, to feel like they are gaslighting you or dismissing something that is very, very present in your life at the time. And so just remember that, again, what other people say about your health is all about them. It doesn't mean that what you are experiencing is any less than what you thought. It doesn't mean that your experience should be diminished in any way. It's just another person offering their perspective on the world, their perspective on your health. So when other people make comments like this, the first thing that I recommend doing is having a support team. I have people in my life that know the extent of my condition, that know the depth of how I am mentally. And those are the people that I flock to. When I get these comments, I feel like I have an armor on because I know that the people that matter to me most are going to have my back and that are going to validate my experience. And that's all that matters. But I had to be really selective about who that is. Don't want to cast my pearls before swine, right? And neither do you. So once we have our support team in place, have those that you trust that will validate your experience that you know have your back. We also want to make sure that we have our own back. And that's going to mean holding space for your response to a comment like this. Like, oh, but you don't look sick. I mean, for me, if someone said that to me right now, I, I don't know that I would have like an emotionally charged response. I think I would have a couple of years ago. But like I said, I've done this work so much. And I've had so many people say something like this to me to where when it's said, if I have a response, I'm really good at just being like, oh, yeah, okay, I can see that I'm making their comment mean something. I'm having a thought about their comment like, you know, maybe something is really wrong with me because I think this is worse than it is or something like that. And then I feel invalidated. Now, I can see that that's obviously just a thought that I'm having, but I'll give space to that response just to process it and to let the momentum of it slow down a little bit. Because sometimes those initial responses to people's comments, which our responses are the thoughts that we have about them and the feelings that are subsequently created, but those responses that we create for ourselves oftentimes have a lot of momentum in the beginning. And so we just have to slow down a little bit and let it let it slow down. Let the momentum of that emotional experience slow down a little bit before you then 
decide what you want to believe. So if someone tells me, oh, but you don't look sick, I've just decided to believe they don't understand and that's okay. I know my body and I believe that my body knows what to do, but I also know the extent of what I'm experiencing. And so what they're thinking might be wrong and that's okay. One of the most freeing things to ever do is to give other people permission to be wrong about you because they will be most of the time. So especially when it comes to your health, people are making a lifetime assumption based on, you know, being in front of you for three seconds. And so of course it would make sense why they might have a lack of accuracy about your health (laughs) because they don't know what you do every day and how you feel and what you go through. So they can be wrong about you and that's okay because what do you choose to believe instead? What do you want to believe about your body, about your condition, about your health? How do you want to choose to think on purpose even when other people don't understand? The truth is everybody is going through something, whether it's a health challenge or something entirely different. Everybody is going through something. And that's a comment that I get often is looking at you, no one would ever know. And you could take that comment and apply that to every single person. Every single person that you look at, that you have thoughts about is likely going through something. Or maybe someone they love is going through something and that's hard for them. You do not have to look far to find trials in people. Everyone is experiencing difficulty in some kind, of, of some kind, in some way. <laughs> And so the way that I like to approach this is other people's physical appearance, other people's weight, other people's autoimmune conditions, they're none of my business unless people want me to make them my business. But otherwise, if people don't explicitly say, I want you to help me with this, it's none of my business. I just choose to not have opinions, to not make assumptions about other people and their appearance and their weight and their health because it's none of my business. Our job is to love. When we are loving people, it helps us feel good. So we get to benefit from it. And then when we are feeling good, when we are feeling loving, that helps us make the world a better place. And so the world benefits. So when we can drop the assumptions about other people's health or appearance or weight, and when we can manage our mind around when other people have thoughts about those same things in ourselves, And we can simply instead just love, love ourselves, love others, and just sit in that love. We're the ones that get to feel so good. And then we get to contribute in the world in a way that makes it better. So if someone happens to say this to you, consider how you can hold space for your response and decide what you want to believe. How can you practice more of what you want to believe about yourself and to make that more of a driving force than other people's comments? As much as I wish we could control people and what they say, we can't. So what do we do instead? We develop the skills for what to do in response. Thank you so much for listening. That's all I have for you this week, and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. 
On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.